Welcome to Leading the Next Generation with Tim Elmore, where our mission is to empower the emerging generations with skills to lead in real life. Hey, podcast listeners, Andrew here. I'm so excited because today on our podcast, we're actually going to be doing something a little bit different. We've interviewed thought leaders and amazing researchers, but today we're interviewing a student. Krista Campbell is a student, a college student who we met years ago. Uh, she was a part of the Gwinnett Student Leadership Team, or GSLT. We've been honored to partner along with GSLT for many, many years. But Krista is now a college student, and she is thriving as a young leader. And you're going to find out quickly in this conversation between Tim and Krista that she is the living embodiment of servant leadership. Uh, I think you're going to be blown away by Krista's story. So without further ado, Tim, take it away. Krista, thank you for coming into our recording here. And yes, of it's fun to see you live. Yes. I've not seen you in a couple of years. No, it has been a while. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back in Gwinnett County and yeah. uh, here with my family and friends and the people who helped me grow into who I am today. So yeah. it's nice to be home for the summer. And you're a rising junior at Boston University. That's yes, a, that's I am. a great institution. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's really cool. When I, when I went to college, I really wanted to be able to find myself and like learn who I was. And so, um, I feel really lucky that I got into BU and that, um, I was able to go there because I knew it it would be a place that I could explore and learn and grow. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy there and I'm happy to be able to, to learn from all my experiences. Sure. That's neat. Good. So I want to go back in time. Mm -hmm. Uh, we first met when you were in high school, Mm -hmm. you were in Gwinnett County public schools, a great, it's the largest school district in the state (laughs) and one of the largest in the country. Yeah. Just got to talk to all the principals in Gwinnett County. It was fun. I guess I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, GSLT is a program, Gwinnett Student Leadership Team. Talk about that. That was your first entry, official entry into leadership. Talk about that. Yeah, so uh, GSLT is a really phenomenal organization. Um, it it we interview our sophomore year, halfway through our sophomore year, um, and we get to learn from amazing teacher leaders and professionals such as yourself. You know, uh, where we where we learn about ourselves as leaders, but we also learn how to lead our community. Yeah. Um, and so the the main idea of GSLT is not just raising three students up from each class from each school, but it's really about us taking the content and the knowledge we learn and bringing it back to our yeah. schools. So uh, we were able to do these large leadership conferences within our school before COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what they're doing now because yeah. I've been there. You know, we did it online, I think, my senior year. But uh, we did, like, we had a 1,000 students from our school come, and we taught them about leadership. And uh, we taught them about all the things that we learned. Um, and it's also kind of just, like, the idea of bridging the gap between, like, students and faculty mm-hmm. at schools and in the community. Yeah. So if our students are like, we really have a problem with this, or re- we yeah. really want to see this, the fac- how are the faculty supposed to know? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're not interacting with students every day. So, I mean, some, they are. But, like, yeah. students aren't going to go not up to them this. and be like, yeah this is what I don't like. So we're like kind of that bridge. Um, and so I was really fortunate for, um, my principal and and my teacher leaders to meet with us every week. And so we'd have weekly meetings and I'd say, this is what I think would help our school. This is what I think people want to see. Like, um, and so it was just a really cool opportunity, um, to not only learn about myself as a leader, but also really like help my school grow and, um, I, I just was Instagram stalking my school's GSLT team the other day, <laughs> and I was like, they're just doing so phenomenal, and yeah. they're just making such a difference. So 
um, yeah, GSLT is just a great opportunity, um, and I feel so incredibly fortunate to yeah. to have gotten the the chance to do it. My mom is actually um, a GSLT teacher leader mm-hmm. at her yeah. school, and so I knew about it since I was little, and I w- was always yeah. like, I'm gonna do this. Yes. Like this is yeah. I'm I want to do this so bad. And so uh, when it was time for me to interview in high school, obviously I was nervous, but then I was like ten times more nervous than like yeah. I should have been because I've been preparing for this my whole yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. actually, but I was like, it felt that yes, way. I was like, I was like, I want to do this. My mom does it. It's super cool. Like. Um, and so when I got the opportunity to interview, I was like super excited. Um, and so it's just something I've been, I've been excited to do and I feel beyond lucky to to have gotten the opportunity. What's neat about that to me is I see lots of school districts around the country, public and private. Mm -hmm. And, um, so often, uh, leadership isn't something that kids aspire to. It's uh, too much responsibility (laughs) or whatever, but there's a inbred excitement mm-hmm. and anticipation. I want to try out for this. Yeah. I want to, and, and you exhibited that. Yeah. Now you got an unexpected leadership opportunity <laughs> that you did not <laughs> Very plan. unexpected. So in March of 2020, yeah. we all remember where we were yeah. and when it happened, we were sent home. Yeah. And that March, when we were all quarantined, at first it wasn't good for your heart, was it? No. Talk about, yeah. just talk about you attitudinally. I know you yeah. are very candid, but Talk about yeah. what happened. Yeah, so I um, I was really struggling with my mental health, and um, I was struggling with having a purpose, and yeah. um, all these things you kind of take for granted, you know what I mean? So I know everyone was in a really weird place when... No when, senior trip? No, well, it was my junior year, but I oh, still didn't year, get... Oh, junior year, that's right. Yeah, no junior prom. I didn't really get... Yeah. Like, senior prom was outside, like, in the grass. Yeah. It was like, my heels are going to get muddy. Yeah. Like, yeah, so um, <laughs> it was just, like, it was a really weird place for everyone to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the beginning, we were all like, oh, a couple weeks off. Like, I bought a beehive. We were all doing things to keep us sane. But finally, I was like, this is not getting better. I'm not feeling better. I'm not a busybody. Like, or yeah. I, I am a busybody. So, yeah. like, just sitting around and yeah. doing nothing was just like horrible for me I just I felt like like as much as I would be sleeping during this because I had nothing else to do Mm -hmm. I just felt exhausted and drained and um yeah I mean it was a hard time for everyone and so I I knew I needed to to do something to make me feel better so yeah yeah. and was that something the newspaper article that you read okay talk about that yeah so I was um I was just reading a newspaper article about this girl who started up a meal bridge in Atlanta. Um, and I was like, this is really cool. So I like emailed her and we, we had a phone call and I was like, I think I want to do something like this in my community. Like, do you have any tips or tricks? And so she, she called me and she told me what she did and I, I kind of took it and ran with it. And I was like, this is really cool. Um, and so what it was, was, uh, the meal bridge program has people donate money to restaurants and the restaurants, uh, prepare meals and donate those to the hospital. So uh, it kind of helped two, I mean, three three kind of stakeholders in this yeah. situation. Yes, it was because, a win-win-win. Yes, because um, the people who were donating the money were mm-hmm. finally able to feel like they were doing something. The people who were cooking the meals were able to keep their jobs because obviously mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to go out to restaurants or anything yeah. like that. And so they were able to keep their jobs, keep these local restaurants afloat. I tried to partner with like really local, like really Gwinnett County focused yeah. school or uh, restaurants. And so I, I found some of them through events like uh, Taste of Gwinnett through mm-hmm. GSLT that I worked mm-hmm. on. Um, but I also found some of them. I used to do performing arts in the community. Yeah. So I found connections through that. And so I just, I, I got connected with a couple of restaurants um, 
and it really just took off. People wanted to help, um, and the healthcare heroes needed the help. So mm-hmm. um, it was just it was a phenomenal thing, and yeah. and I it definitely lifted my spirit. And even just starting it made me feel yeah. so much more like I had something to do. Yes. I, I had something to work for. Um, but it also like you know I'm not. I'm not a doctor. Like I can't yeah. go in and, yeah. and cure these people of yeah. COVID. You yeah. know, no one at that point. That's could. right. Yeah. So um, it, it gave me something to do that I was mm-hmm. capable of doing, and yeah. it, it felt so phenomenal. And that's the fourth win. Yeah. You. Yeah. For Your me. mental health was in yes. better shape yes. when you were active and and doing something meaningful. Yeah. We often talk about the term here at Growing Leaders. Leaders solve problems and serve people. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah, Thank that's you. so fun. Yeah. Four wins. Four Love wins, it. definitely. Now, this particular healthcare facility had a special place in your yes. heart. How come? Uh, so the our local hospital was the hospital I was born at. My brother huh. was born at. Um, it was the hospital my oldest brother went to when he had his lung pop and he needed to wow. get surgery. It was where my middle brother went when he got a wrench stuck on his finger. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> We're family. Yeah. So... <laughs> Like, it, it had given back so much yeah. to my family and in my community. And I also had family and friends who are healthcare workers mm-hmm. and who were saying, like, in order to get all of our clothes off and wash our hands enough to get yeah. rid of COVID yeah. off of us, to go out and get lunch, like, it takes an hour, your lunch yeah. break is over. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and, and even healthcare employees were not really able to get their full breaks and because they were, like, a lot of them were sleeping in hospitals during yeah. the, the beginning of it. You know what I mean? And, and still, like... For yeah. like a year after, like still probably now, I think I think we're in a shortage, but I'm not as closely related um, with yeah. it. But um, yeah, so they they needed support and yeah. um, they needed as much community support as they could get. And so hearing those stories and knowing close people in my life that are, are talking about how hard it's been on everyone, it it, it was very eye opening. Yeah. I was like, I need to do something for my community. And when I found something I could do, I I was like. Let's, let's get going. It I started that day. Yep. Yeah. I made like 50 phone calls the first day. And then for the next couple of weeks while I was getting everything organized, I was on the phone for like hours with people like Miss Ward, who yeah. she was giving me advice, but we talked for like two hours. I felt bad because she was like, I'm about to have dinner. And then we ended up talking for two hours. I was wow. like, do you need to go to dinner? What? So I felt very lucky to have all that support, but... You could have said, Miss Ward, I know where to get food. I've been rounding it up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some of the places were like, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a meal if you want to stop. I was like, I don't, I, yeah. I don't need, I don't need anything yeah. from you. I just, I'm happy to help, and, yeah. and I'm happy that you are so willing to help. But these, these restaurants needed some sort of financial, yes. like, and they also wanted to help. So no doubt, really, everyone just was like really excited to be a part of it. And uh, one of the restaurants I partnered with, Universal Joint. Um, they really took it and ran with it too, mm. which was really awesome to yeah. see because it made me realize that a lot of people wanted this. So when mm-hmm. they started back up, when they were allowed to do like outdoor seating and stuff like that, they would, people would round up $5 or something to donate to, to healthcare yeah. workers. And so they were one of our biggest like wow. donors. They took it and they were doing it themselves completely for a while where they would get the money and take the meals over to the hospital. And I was just like, watching it which was really cool because for the most part I was like picking up the meals dropping the meals off picking up the snacks dropping the snacks off but um it was awesome that they were able to like kind of do that for us yeah yeah absolutely well and what I've noticed over my lifetime Mm -hmm. it sounds like you did this sometimes people just need permission Mm -hmm. you were a permission giver 
you were a teenager, <laughs> not 45 or whatever, but you, you launched people into some, like you just said, yeah. some, they took off with it, but mm-hmm. somebody needed to get the ball rolling. I heard this happened up in Nashville and mm-hmm. other cities where high school students just made things happen. Yeah. You're just young enough to be idealistic and think maybe <laughs> we could change this place. Yeah. And, and you actually did. Thank now, you. I know less about the story than you do because you were in it. Did you get <laughs> other high school students involved and how so? Yeah, so um, GSLT was really cool because it, it connected us with, like, a huge network of yeah. students all across the, the county. Um, and so I um, I was able to, like, reach out to people, and it was, it was a little hard because nobody knew how to work Zoom mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, and we, so we were doing our best, but they were able to, like, help give me recommendations of restaurants maybe over in that area of the yeah. county, or um, I think I ended up donating meals to other hospitals in the area um, or snacks, like whatever. Um, I also, somebody connected me with a, um, a, like, medical center for Mm -hmm. low-income people. Um, And so I was able to bring them a bunch of snacks and drinks because, I mean, I'm sure it was especially hard on them because, you know, it was for low-income like communities. Yeah, communities. Yeah. Um, and so I got connected with, with those through the, through the, um, other students. So for the most part, I was doing like all the delivering and, and the coordinating, but it was nice to have that support of like other people in my community. Yeah. Like, here's a, here's a great idea for something yeah. you could use here. Or like, um, like really helping however mm-hmm. we could, but yeah. we were all still trying to figure out, yeah. um, how to work together without being yeah. in person. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and that was a challenge, like you just said, for mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah. I mean, you had to be looking up at full-grown adults going, you guys don't even know what you're doing at the time. Yeah. Mass, no mass. Vaccine, yeah. no vaccine. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like ping pong. You were yeah. Like, it really yeah, was. Because no one knew what was happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, what I love about you is you stepped out and you didn't have all the answers, mm-hmm. but you had an idea. Yeah. And I think that's where it really begins. Thank and you. then it's about solving problems yeah. and serving people. And you collected people yeah. along the way. Yeah, I, I definitely think that, like, a lot of people are uncomfortable taking the first step. And I yeah. struggle with it all the time. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, am I – even then I was like, oh, am I taking this girl's mm-hmm. idea? Yeah, yeah. No, no one cared. They just yeah. wanted to support and that's be right. uplifted and help. Yeah. and help. And so – I, I had no clue how to get in touch with the yeah. hospital. Like, yeah. I had no, like, connections there. You know what I mean? I was like, how yeah. do I? I don't even remember. I think I just, like, sent the general hospital email a general yeah. email. Yes. And was like, yes. this is something I want to do. Um, and so, and then I, like, I ended up having the coordinator's, like, phone and phone number. And we would call that? and FaceTime. And she'd be like, thanks for all the snacks. Like, yeah. here's here's all the snacks that we're eating today. That's like, awesome. So, That's really Yeah, neat. I think I think something I still am learning is how to just step into it and, yeah. and yeah. go without all the answers. Yes. Yeah. Huge, yeah. huge. Okay. So since that time, it's mm-hmm. been about three years now, mm-hmm. um, leadership and leadership development has played a, a key role mm-hmm. in your very sense of identity. Mm-hmm. I don't want to project that on you, yeah. but I see that in you. Yeah. Talk about that. There's people listening now that are parents, educators, coaches, mm-hmm. but everybody listening cares about the next generation. Talk about how that's unfolded for you. Yeah, so uh, through this opportunity, I really realized what leadership and service meant to me. Mm -hmm. I always just thought, like, this is great for my resume. Yeah, yeah. It's great to help other people, but, like, it didn't feel like it was a part of me. You know what I mean? It felt like something I should do. Yeah, it's a duty. Yes. Um, But when I 
when you lose that opportunity and when you're like really faced with the the inability to help you're like wow this actually means yeah. a lot to me you know what i mean um and so this opportunity was really awesome because it helped me realize it was a part of me um mm. but it also helped me realize that it's important to to be intentional with mm-hmm. your service like mm-hmm. and be intentional with what you want to do um, yeah. and that's something I'm still learning now and I'm sure everyone's learning is kind of like yeah. what matters to you what's important to you like who you are um, but I found that that like it was it was it was the intentionalness of the project that mm-hmm. is what made me feel like impactful and um, and so like going to a cleanup here or volunteering at, at an organization there is like awesome, but it doesn't feel like long lasting. Yeah. And so this was like a really awesome opportunity that made me feel like fulfilled fully. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no doubt. So with the people listening mm-hmm. here to you right now, educators, leaders, um, parents, coaches, mm-hmm. what words of counsel or advice would you give them to create an environment where students like you are empowered? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you just took the ball and ran with it because you read this article. But yeah. but I know you've got a mom that's yes. an educator and you've got yeah. Miss Ward and others. Yeah. Just talk about how educators can create an environment to spark people like you. Yeah. Um, so my mom was phenomenal in, in raising, I yeah. mean, both my parents, but my it's mom true. is really is the definition of a servant leader and I yeah. see it every day in her. Um, and so she she really inspired me but I think also GCPS and GSLT does a great job of understanding that leaders aren't one size fits all like leadership is not someone who can go up on a stage and make a speech I can talk like this one-on-one any day every day but if you put me in front of 10 people I'm so nervous I'm sweating (laughs) I like freeze up so like leadership is not is not yeah. just the person who can can just talk, you know what yeah. I mean? And I think I think something I learned through GSLT is that leadership is so much more than yeah. that. And and a lot of times those like leaders that are in charge of organizations but they don't even know their employees or those aren't mm-hmm. truly like that's not true leadership. Mm-hmm. True leadership is like being one with with the people yeah. you're leading. Yeah. Um, and so as a, as a student leader, I didn't want to feel like oh, I'm better than them. Like they were my friends. They were my yes, peers. And yes. so, um, but I think understanding that leaders, leaders can be shy. Leaders yeah. can be introverted, but mm-hmm. they're the ones, they, they can be the ones that push everyone from the back. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I think just understanding that and, and not looking for leaders in the, the most talkative people. In the people, classic sense. Right. Yeah, Cause right, I, right. I, I talk a lot as yeah, you can probably yeah. tell, <laughs> but, but my team, like, Two of my team was like very shy and yeah. but they they like ran you know what I mean? Yes. They like sent the emails, got everything yes. done, like organized and and you need those kinds of leaders. And so I think I think um, and something my mom also does with her students that really inspires me is like trying to understand the leader in everyone. Yeah. Um, and some people don't want to do leadership mm-hmm. and that's fine, but like understanding each student's strengths yeah. and, and understanding like where people are coming from and what they want and, and how they wanna give to others is like so yeah. impactful. So so not just looking for one student, but really yeah. giving your energy to everyone who like you think could use it. You know? Yeah. We have a one of our habitude images mm-hmm. is called the gift factor. Mm-hmm. And it basically teaches there are different kinds of leaders. Mm-hmm. So there's not one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And when you lead from your gift, if you're an introvert, you may yeah. not talk a lot. Yeah. 
you'll just be pushing from the yeah, back. Yeah. If you're a talker, you'll probably be you're mobilizing a, a whole bunch yeah, of people. Yeah. yeah. But but it is true. Mm -hmm. You are a leader, and yet you don't want to necessarily be in front of a thousand people. Yeah, I would um, freak out. But you've moved and you impacted yeah. thousands, mm -hmm. I think, if we counted them all up, by not <laughs> only what you. you did at your school, but by what you did for the healthcare facilities. Thank that you. That is just so cool. Thank you. And I love the fact that you don't want to brag about it. I'm having to pull this out of you. <laughs> Thank you. But that's even more winsome about yeah. you. Yeah, I also, I, I'm still learning now that, like, being humble is great, but it's also important to be able to share with others. And, yeah. and because if people don't know your story, they might not, you know, like if yeah. I didn't talk about the yes. meal bridge, nobody would have donated. That's right. You know what I mean? That's so, right. Um, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm trying That's to get good. better about being able to talk more about myself. So That's cool. Yeah. Well, I think the world of you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let me give you one last question. Mm -hmm. Any words or thoughts for the people listening mm -hmm. that are working with students mm -hmm. um, that you would give them from your angle, from your point of view? Yeah, I I guess it's just like really about authenticity for me. Um, yeah. I was talking about like working on finding myself and who mm -hmm. I am, and I think that really applies to leadership and service it and does. and doing stuff that inspires you. Mm -hmm. um, and so, just the more authentic you can be with people, the better your relationships. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard, and that's something I'm learning. But um, I think I think just loving each other for who they are mm -hmm. is really impactful. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I care a lot about. So I'm, I try to be the most real me. Yeah, you can be. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Krista, thanks for yes, joining thank me today. You. This has been so fun, energizing for me, if nobody else. <laughs> thank you. So thanks for coming. Yes, thank you for having me. It's you been bet. awesome. Thank you. Wow, what an incredible conversation. If you enjoyed that like I did, I know you'll probably want to dig deeper. So if you want to find out more information about our guests today, check the show notes for more information about how you can stay in touch with what they're up to. Well, as always, if you would rate this podcast, give us five stars on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. If you found this episode particularly helpful, share it with a friend. We would also appreciate that. If you want to stay connected with us online, we are at Growing Leaders and at Tim Elmore pretty much everywhere you are. And then finally, if you have ideas for this podcast, maybe other people you think we should interview or subjects you think we should cover, shoot us an email. It's podcast at growingleaders.com. Thanks. Thanks.